Welcome back to the podcast, the Rock Weekly Podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Thank you. Mm. Now, I do have some mic settings, so please let me know if my microphone sounds way too loud or way too soft. I will adjust it on the fly. Appreciate you all. Exactly. Appreciate you all being here. We both have new microphones, technically. We, mm-hmm. yep, we both are very appreciative of everyone that jumped in early. I have YouTube and Twitch chats pulled out as everyone's saying hello to Gretchen. See, everyone's nice to Gretchen. I'm just here. Oh, that's fine. Nice. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's totally fine. So thank you guys all for tuning in live. Truly appreciate it. Hello to everyone on the podcast forums, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, Google, Stitcher, whatever you might be listening to. It's been a week. Um, and it's going to be up. It's also going to be a week this week too, just with upcoming. That's just how things are. But in the world of rock and metal alternative, we actually had some interesting things pop up. And should we just jump into the main thing, which is the topic of uh, the title of today's story? Or should we ease things in and just talk about our day and address how nice things are and peaceful and not address crazy topics? Nah, just don't jump right into the deep end. Just, oh, that's how people you know, drown. People drown that way, Gretchen. Yeah, but you don't want to just keep tiptoeing around the pool because the water's cold. You want to just go on and get it over with. You ease into the pool, then. You don't nope. just go head first into the deep end. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. What the? Yeah, that's how people get hurt. Mm-mm-mm. No, you just cannonball uh, right into the deep end. Okay, we'll go right in. But just first of all, this is a great comment on Twitch. So how's week 55 of 2020 been treating you? Hmm. <laughs> get it? Because well. it's still crazy. To be fair, though, tomorrow's a big day in the U.S. And we'll get to that later <laughs> on as one of our topics. So <laughs> if, you got, if you are listening or watching live, you probably saw the title of today's episode. Kid Rock's Farewell Tour Comes at a Cost. Now, some of you are aware of what that means. And you can read obvious lines because if you're on YouTube and Twitch, you probably know how to read. That means Kid Rock has announced he's planning a farewell tour. So long, farewell, Advenitze, get out. Yeah. (laughs) I can't... He's been relatively inactive from full touring year after year, album after album for a while. But he's always been in the limelight. He's been touring still. And it was on, he had a private birthday celebration performing live for friends and family, but streaming it out as well, just the past few weeks, for his 50th birthday. Kid Kid Rock is 50. Huh. I don't know what I thought his age would be, but... He is not a kid. No. Now, keep in mind that many people think Devil Without a Cause was his debut album. That is not true. That was third or fourth in his discography. He had quite a few flops before that one went big when he realized, oh, hey, I could just copy other people's music and sing over it and add like a ham on stage and I'll be okay. And it worked. It did. And I could knock Kid Rock all I want. He is an entertainer. He is a performer. That's what a lot of people still go to his shows for. 100%. You go to be entertained. Can't argue his success with that. 
However, I'll read some quotes both posted on several sites. Loudwire, Rockfeed tweeted this out and things as well. Kid Rock, after his own bar went down for refusing to comply with COVID in New York City. Can't feel bad for the guy there. I think it's, yeah, so many fines he said. I think he has to go, it had to go down. He's raised a lot of money for the Barstool Fund, over $200,000, which is a fund intended to directly support business owners who were shuttered during the pandemic. It's like, okay, I get it, guys. I might be an idiot, but I can help out other places. So you know what? That's some positive news that he's directly helping small business owners. Can't knock that. I can't. Mm-mm. As he started to go on, he started saying that I can't believe it's been so many years since he performed in front of 60,000 people in 2011, roughly around that year of his birthday as well, obviously when he was 40. And 40 turned into 50 really fast, a quote from him. So much has happened in the past 10 years. Not good new kid rock music, but still, a lot's happened in the past 10 years. His support of the president has been obvious and very public. During the cut broadcast, Kid Rock told his fans, however, that he is planning a massive farewell tour, most likely next year in 2022, after everything pandemic-wise is settled, and he can plan accordingly so he can give out one huge blast of a full run through the U.S., Canada, and potentially in Europe as well. Now, that's fine, and I'll read more quotes as they go on. You have to read the title of the episode. His farewell comes at a cost. Hmm. Gretchen already knows this because I found this out yesterday and she's aware of what that cost is. (laughs) Along with Kid Rock's plan to have a massive farewell tour in 2022, he has announced his ambitious 50-song triple Hmm. album. This triple album will feel, feature 10 country songs, 10 country songs, 10 rock songs, 10 hip-hop songs, and 20 unreleased tracks from over the years. Oh, so that could stretch a pretty long period of time. Correct. And he's done stuff like that before where he's released B-sides. And the fact that he's going triple genre as well for his triple album, 10 songs from a genre... Much of which he'll probably have many collaborations with. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I do not anticipate anything good coming out of that at all. And that is me being sincerely honest. I am aware that I have earned the ire of many Kid Rock fans. There are few bands that I've covered on Regretting the Past that have actually gone out to actively seek quote death threats and look up information about me public privately and try to contact me and threaten me with death and bodily harm kid rock is one of them kid rock fans are angry hyped up and refuse to accept anything different than absolute praise for their paps blue ribbon hero now interesting that being said that's all besides the point kid rock will have an audience for that farewell tour he will He will have people buy that triple album. To read further on the articles that have been posted, Kid Rock, who has struggled with knee issues over the years, warned that it may not be the last time he would perform ever, but it would be his last actual tour he embarked on. The quote from Kid Rock, I will say that it'll be the last time you can see me at my peak. (laughs) You're not at your peak when you're 50. No. 
I mean, he wasn't at his peak when he was doing th- that Devil Without a Cause album. Half of that wasn't written by him. Over half now that I think about it. But besides the point, he relied on a lot of help and he more curated music than wrote and performed it. And there are many Kid Rock diehard defenders saying he plays all those instruments. He's the one that does it himself. No, he's not. Not on those albums. He has a full band behind him. He doesn't do that live either. He'll play guitar, sure. But calling him this virtuoso of music that has done so many things great by himself, no, that is simply not true. Most of the music that he's been most famous for has been spawned from the work of someone else. He's not even a cover artist. He's a sample artist, is that right? Hmm. As I'm looking through some of the comments on YouTube and Twitch, Creepy Uncle Bob Richie, Creepy Uncle Rock. Yeah, he's. Uh, you can't argue that he's not the creepy uncle, especially how he's looking now. At 50 years old, he is not looking great, guys. Um, his youthful persona, not there anymore. It's really looking rough. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how. There's so many questions. There's so many questions and little bits I can comment on. Him thinking he's still at his peak, even though he hasn't really, really toured heavily or released consistent new music for years. Failed business ventures, trying to be still relevant in the limelight. The very public and vulgar, vulgar is the accurate word. Um, support for Donald Trump up until this year. Up until or till last year when he was at one of the debates for some reason. And someone just said um, in Twitch a great comment. Well, at least he's smarter about this than Trapped. That's not a high bar. You're, you're not exactly complimenting the man. Also, there's other many comments too on YouTube. Did he even have a peak? His peak was that 99 era when all new metal was blowing up. Post-grunge bands were getting seen. And Kid Rock was sampling Metallica. I, I, I don't know how else to really say it. And I'm sure this YouTube, on YouTube this video will get some ire. Someone's going to search for it and be real mad that I talked bad about Kid Rock again. What's <laughs> the last great thing Kid Rock did? Not just passable, not just the music he put out, not the charity that he's helping support with Barstool. That's good, but that's not music related. What's the <laughs> last good thing you can defend for Kid Rock that he put out? That's an open question right now as I talk about this with Gretchen too. YouTube, Twitch, what's the last good thing that Kid Rock put out in the last 10 years? Since 2011, since he was 40. And are we going to keep calling him Kid Rock anymore? Really? Grandpa Rock. Well, uh, Grandpa Rock. Uh, Back in my time. (laughs) Back in my time, we just stole music outright instead of covered it. Yeah, wow. Well, you know. Uh, on Twitch, Kid Rock fans gaslighting themselves into thinking he has talent. Again, he's... A, okay, here's the thing. He is an entertainer. Absolutely an entertainer. You know who else has great entertainment? Cirque du Soleil. I'm not going to listen to their... I'm not going to listen to their music, though, on CD and claim how amazing it is. Even though it's impressive, they're entertainers. Mm. You know who else are great entertainers? Professional wrestlers. Have you heard mm-hmm. some of them try to sing and do rock and metal and karaoke? 
Not worth hearing. Uh, someday. Well, Chris Jericho does. He has his oh. own band. But, like, that's a very different story. He has a successful <laughs> band. But others have tried many times, and it's not good. Someone said uh, one positive thing. Borat caused his divorce to Pamela Anderson. Yeah, Kid Rock was married to Pamela Anderson for a hot minute. Thankfully, oh, yeah. thankfully no children. <laughs> no offspring from that marriage. A lot of people are saying there's nothing. He peaked in 99. I agree. I mean, that was that era was his big era. And also, I said Cirque du Soleil because they do have a killer music section. section. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where uh, the guitarist from Baroness was found, you know? Really? Oh, yeah. She was the lead guitarist for Cirque du Soleil in Vegas for years before she got picked up. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Really awesome, right? Actually. Right? Out of not not a typical place, but totally makes no. sense. And they're doing great. Baroness that's is work- Baroness said that's- they're working on a new album right now too, and that's awesome that they do that. Great live. She fit with the band like a glove, you know. Gina's great. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty killer story. Mm-hmm. So, I don't see a lot of arguments for Kid Rock's best thing he's done in the last 10 years people were talking about things he did back in the late 90s early 2000s uh i working like from detroit along with icp him convincing people that he's from the streets when he really wasn't he actually grew up Mm -hmm. son of a car salesman and he would get picked up from the tough kid's house to go to his orthodontics orthodontics meetings and stuff like that because he had braces you know he's everything about him is surface he's a poser that, is th- he is he the one that did that collab with Cheryl Crow? Sure is. Ugh, and I can't stand Cheryl Crow. So like, that was a double whammy. Is it picture? Not take a picture. I don't remember the song, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, that is him. That yeah. is him. Yes, I couldn't remember who who did that with her, but mm. well, you're not a fan of Cheryl Crow. No. So that no, is so, no, no. so. So I would take even whether you're or not you're a fan of Cheryl Crow. I would gladly take Cheryl Crow over Kid Rock. Well, yeah. Again, again, not a good I argument. None. Agree. <laughs> I agree. Not an argument. Not a good argument at all. <laughs> won't hear me that. Won't hear me say that on a debate team. <laughs> but 2022, we should have Kid Rock's farewell tour with a triple album of 50 songs. Oh, he's not going to try and do it, you know, while we're still in the middle of a pandemic, because I'm sure he's working on stuff and writing. To make that together. <laughs> but yeah, I do not see... He, you know he'd try. You know he would be one of the guys at Sturgis trying to rile the crowd up, too. What? Sturgis almost kill, just only killed a few people last year. Let's do a try it again, and no one will die this time, I promise! That's... Yeah. Oh, God. How many people got sick and died because of Sturgis? I mean, there are so many bands on my crap list now. Trapped's one of them. However, not that many people showed up for Trapped, so I can't say Trapped contributed that much, but they still contributed to the death count. And then you have the Shrek soundtrack. <laughs> Smash Mouth's done. Smash, <laughs> Smash Mouth's just done, guys. Like, Somebody wants it. Uh, so can we, went for the Shrek soundtrack. And someone wow. just asked, can we, can we look forward to a Regretting the Past episode on Shale Crow? Not for me. Nah. No. No. Mm. Nah. Nah. Can we look forward to a, an album review on Kid Rock's 50s track th- triple album? Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I tell you what, if I mm-hmm. am, if by that time next year, I am full-time making a decent enough living to work on Rocked full-time in all platforms, sure, I'll do an mm-hmm. album review on it. That's do it, though. It. That's do it. it. Do it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time that I don't have doing this and then spending free time trying to rush to listen to Kid Rock. No. So, <laughs> that's the only way I'll do it. If Rocked is full-time, if I have enough support on Patreon, on Twitch, YouTube subscribers are growing, growing again, sure, I'll do it. Got my, you'll yeah, better, better get on the roll with that one. Yeah, and, I, and I live up to my word about that, too. Just like Patreon, uh, 100K subs present. If it's around that time, if I get to 100,000 subs, I guarantee I will do the Kid Rock album review. I don't know, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon, guys. My sub growth has gotten a lot slower, so... But yeah, yeah. So January is a rough month. Any YouTuber can tell you that no matter how good of YouTuber you are, YouTube is the worst in January because Mm -hmm. it's the best in December. It's just how that beast works. So, but yeah, sure. If I get to 100,000 subs and Kid Rock's album hasn't come out yet, then sure, I will do the Kid Rock album. That's fair. You got it. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm going to do a track by track breakdown. That's going to be a 20 minute long album review. No, but I will do a fair album review covering... Key points. No, you have to give a re- one minute to each song. No, that would be a 50-minute album <laughs> review minimum, Gretchen. No. No. Yes. No. <laughs> also, Gretchen, what if that point we're living together? You're going to have to hear the music, too, then. Oh, no, I'll go to like Starbucks uh, or I'll go to Target during that time. I'll, Gretchen, I'll you've been at Target for 19 I'm... hours. They're going to close mm-hmm. soon. Uh, oh, by the way, did I tell you I bought this Target? Okay, uh, cool. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I live walking distance to a Target, so you could go pretty quickly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> gladly moving on from Kid Rock. If you have any comments, questions, you can leave them on the comment section on YouTube. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, some people on Twitch and YouTube are saying those are the goals for 2021. Yeah, you know what? I benefit. I benefit from that, and I will reward you guys if that's the reward you want. But also, that's the reward you want, really? Yes. Really? Like yes. I said, I'm not doing Lulu regretting the past until I get a thousand dollars on Patreon. I'm well over halfway there, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. But there's some things I have to have a hard, like defining line against. You know. So, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Barf. Barf. Speaking of plans, though, this one's not have to wait much longer at all. Weezer has announced the new album, OK Human, coming out next Friday. Big surprise. The new song, a uh, first single, will come out on Thursday, two days from today, and the album will come out uh, a week the following Friday. The track list and album artwork has been released. The album artwork actually does look really cool, by the way. Very detailed and well done. Not a ton of details have been given about OK Human. However, there is one note that needs to be said, and I'll read it from the Instagram post like, that the band shared out along with the album artwork, which is killer, by the way. I tell you what, let me try to share it for everyone to watch. So that way, Gretchen, you can see it too if you have it pulled up on YouTube or Twitch. Mm-hmm. Let's see, third screen cap. Let's see if this works. Can you let me know? If, let me know if you can see the screen. Everybody on the chat, same. Let me know if you can see the screen. There it is. Okay. Oh. 
very detailed artwork. I think it's good. That's impressive. No joke. Considering yeah. Weezer artwork is just generic as generic gets. I mean, mm -hmm. that is some detailed artwork. You can see the heads of the band members, tons of stuff going on. That is some serious dedication. And I see many people in the YouTube chat asking about what about Van Weezer? I'll get to that in just a second. I'll read the actual Instagram quote. I just wanted to show the album artwork. So as we go back to this, let me read the quote right now. Coming faster than dial-up internet. Okay, human. The new album arrives January 29th. Album by the artist. All my favorite songs is the new single out this Thursday, January 21st. Album pre-orders start then, too. Limited amount of vinyl will be available from WeezerWebStore.com. This is the only place to order vinyl from while the stores stock up. P.S. Van Weezer is still coming out on May 7th. So. Wow. All questions answered about that. I mean, Van Weezer has been finished for a while. So you're getting a new Weezer single from a new surprise album this month. Everything this month. So... That's pretty intense. Now, I'm going to point this out. Van Weezer, Van Weezer, sorry, stutter, is Weezer's take on Van Halen-esque sounding music. A little hint of Van Halen. Does that mm. mean that OK Human is Weezer's take on Radiohead music? Because if so, eee, I don't think they can pull that off. <laughs> Not a chance. I just don't. So, take that for what it's worth. I know Crash is the Weezer aficionado. And I was talking to Crash about Crash has no interest, guys, and I don't blame him. He'll probably cover it on a Femi or something, but that's it. As for me, I've never actually did an honest album review of a Weezer album in the time I've been doing Rocked. If I get an advanced copy of it, I'll do an album review. But that's it, because I, time is limited right now. I'm working on a surprise video right now that I haven't told anyone that I think people will dig. And time is real close on that, but I will get that out this month as an extra long video. Weezer, a uh, quote from uh, Twitch, Mr. Fatago, Weezer are so past their prime, I don't expect good things. You know, <sighs> Van Weezer was something different when they played Hero... And the song before it, I at least like, okay, you're having fun. You're taking a one-time different direction for one album. Fine. Is this the format, though, also? They're taking a one-time different direction for Radiohead-style music. And I don't think they, that is it. Maybe it's just a play on the words. I might be reading way too much into it. And that's fine, too. But guys, I just... I don't see groundbreaking monumental alternative rock shaking the core of music in 2021 from Weezer. So that's just me. And Gretchen, uh, if I'm correct, you're not a super Weezer aficionado either. I just know like their hits. Exactly. And that's, and that's fair. And you know, we're both going to hopefully see the hell of Megator yeah. if it actually does happen, even if it doesn't happen this year, whenever they do decide to do it. Right. And that's fair, too. Two Weezer albums in one year. They've done that before. A couple times, actually. Hmm. I don't know what to expect. On Weezer's Instagram, you can find the track list, album artwork, and that link if you want to check out the bundles. Again, new song on Thursday. I will play it on New Music Sunday. 
I, um, along with other music, thank you guys, everyone, for tuning in on New Music Sundays on Twitch, too. It's a lot of fun. We're getting a lot of feedback. The polls are a lot of fun to see what the group thinks. Reading off comments, I'm actually really enjoying the format. More people keep coming. Please check it out on Sunday afternoons and Sunday evenings. We usually start at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. So, what is everyone's thoughts on Weezer in 2021, though? Because we were expecting Van Weezer in 2020 before the pandemic, and they held off, understandably, because of everything going on. Mm-hmm. But then they throw a surprise album. This is their quarantine album. This is their work while they were just sitting around. Good for them. They didn't just sit yeah. around. They got creative and did something. We hear a new song on Thursday. Is it going to be worth it? Hmm. I don't know. And that's what kind of scares me, too. Some people are saying it's going to kill. Some people are saying they don't have it in them anymore. Some people are saying Crash is not going to be happy. Crash is just doesn't care anymore, guys. I promise. He's, <laughs> he's numb. You've numbed him out with all the Weezer. So. See, I look at it this way. I mean, they didn't have to put out they another did not. album during quarantine. So, I like, agree. even Even if it's not stellar, you know, the fact that they were still creating and still crafting something, I think that's commemorable enough. I agree. Um, and they are talented musicians. I saw them and shot them in 2019. They still know how to play. They still know <laughs> what they're doing. It's just they haven't delivered anything exceptional or stellar in quite a while. And I think that's what people are very trepidatious and cautious about cover of Africa by Weezer that dominated every form of pop radio and rock and alternative radio for way too long. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Again, I will absolutely play new music on Sunday from them. I'm going to do my best to not hear the song on Thursday and wait through the weekend so I give a live reaction to it. No idea what to expect, though. So leave your thoughts on Weezer. 2021 is going to be a big year for them music-wise, at least discography-wise. Two new albums, OK Human and Van Weezer. Can't say, they're, can't say they're just phoning it in. They, are, they clearly are working. They use their time. And they still have plans to make a big tour. So you know what? Can't knock them too much for that. Moving on. From Weezer and from Kid Rock, I'm covering the big names. <laughs> As we go on to an interesting story, this is not so much new music related. However, this is worth pointing out because even the local FM radio and Sirius XM as well, we're talking about this. Pearl Jam, um, normally not one to get super uh, litigious and trying to go after people lawsuit style. Pearl Jam has sent a cease and desist letter to a cover band, a tribute band in the UK called Pearl Jam with two M's. So, so there's a British band that's a tribute band to Pearl Jam that labels themselves as such, that totally acknowledges themselves, saying P-E-A-R-L-J-A-M-M and selling merch with that. Pearl Jam's not happy because Pearl, Pearl Jam's a corporation at this point. And thank you for the follows for everyone that just followed. Did it crash on me again? I'm sorry, guys. Can you still hear me? Yeah, it just it just did it for like literally less than 10 seconds, but it's back up on both. Okay, gotcha. I was going to say because everything looked fine on YouTube, maybe. Yeah, no. If if it's still showing that, all they have to do is refresh. Gotcha, guys. Sorry about that. Just hit refresh. Yeah, YouTube was working, I thought. Okay. 
Hopefully yeah. it doesn't crash again, guys. I have no control over Twitch and Streamlabs at this point while I'm going live. So, Pearl Jam sent a cease and desist over to the tribute band Pearl Jam. <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. And there's some interesting features about this because tribute bands are covered by fair use so long as they acknowledge what it is, give the source rights and things like that. But they're making this covers band in UK is making money off of it. Yeah. And they're selling merch with Pearl Jam's logo, which is adding an M. That's the difference. That's rough. And that sets a big precedent, too. If like they do, if Pearl Jam does decide Mm -hmm. to change then that sets a big precedent, too, for other tribute bands, too. By the way, mm-hmm. that's obviously going too close to home. Pearl yeah. Jam could have totally named so many their bands so many other things and kept it obvious tributes to Pearl Jam. You know, they, call, they could have called it yeah. so much Alive, tribute to Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Don't Call Me Daughters, tributes to Pearl Jam. There's so many dumb yeah. things they could have done. And if it's just a tribute band, this is not like a monumental mainstream name, Pearl Jam Ma. This is most likely a band that has day jobs and they just perform at night. Not right, right. Not, not right now while everything's shut down. But still, this is bootleg Pearl Jam, and Pearl Jam makes their own bootlegs. So, and someone made the joke on YouTube, Mom, we have Pearl Jam. Can we have Pearl Jam? We have Pearl Jam at home. Pearl Jam at home. Pearl Jam Ma. <laughs> and also someone said on Twitch, Pearl Jelly. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that, at least that's at least a smidge different. That would have saved them a little bit more, to be fair. Because yeah. in that name, if they would have had a different name, but still would have said tribute stuff, it would have been much safer than calling themselves Pearl Jam. The Jer- yeah. the Jeremy's. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of potential things. And they can still change it, too. But yeah, they had a cease and desist letter. And it's interesting coming from Pearl Jam, though. Who is... And Jeremy Vetter is very political, a political activist, standing up for rights and things like that. So I wonder how much is this actual Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam upset at? Or is it Pearl Jam LLC Incorporated, the managing company and things like that? Because Pearl Jam is an actual industri- like business at this point, like Metallica. Mm-hmm. They have many employees and licensed agents and stuff like that. It's not like they just have a publicist and that's it. So mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting. Do the evolution, the Pearl Jam experience. Yeah, there's, see, there's tons of names. Jamming Pearls, the Jammy Whammies. Okay, now we're getting a little bit. Clam Jam. <laughs> okay, now you, guys, now you guys are getting a little different. Pearl Peanut Butter. Come on now. The yellow lead betters. That's something. Okay, there you go. Bugs on my ceiling. No, don't name your band after that. That's oh, 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 oh. that's bugs. <laughs> I think they want to get away from that even themselves at this point. But there's a lot of potential. Pearl Jam in the UK, they could easily sidestep this whole mess and just name themselves something else and not have to break up the band and can still perform on Saturday night or wherever they're going to do it. So mm. Pearl Butter, Pearl Yam... Black Pearl, The Better Man. Hey, there you go. That's not that's not too bad. Pearl Nutella. Okay, now. Come on. We're just going with spreads. <laughs> the even flows. Just the spreads. Pearl ketchup. Pearl mayo. Mm. Oh, Pearl horseradish. <sighs> no, they want people to listen to their music, not be disgusted by the name, Gretchen. <sighs> okay, you know what? You don't have to diss my favorite spread. Okay. Uh, well. Okay. 
<laughs> leave a comment leave, on YouTube. Leave a comment if you what you think about horseradish and horsey sauce. Leave a comment. We both want to know what you think. Thanks. If you say it's bad, you're wrong. If you say it's bad, you clearly have taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Just wanted. I just thought that was an interesting, interesting story that I wanted to point out. As we keep going down the list, let's. Which topic do I want to talk about first? Um, I'll save these two for last because that's more newsworthy. One thing that happened just today that Gretchen even hit me up to when I saw it. We have another festival announcement in the United States. Now, very, um, what's a good word to say this? Very hopeful and optimistic for them to be announcing this. Incarceration, the rock and metal festival held in Ohio on the gra- in the prison grounds that were shot to film the movie Shawshank Redemption that has gone on for three years now. It was canceled, obviously, last year. Have announced their dates for 2021, July 23rd through the 2025th. No bands lineup announced yet. However, they did make sure and clear to say on the announcement, incarceration will adhere to all COVID health protocols that get put in place for summer outdoor events and are committed to ensure the safety of our fans, bands, and crew. We currently plan to operate at a limited capacity pursuant to anticipated local and state health restrictions. We are ready to be reunited and rock. Now, that's fair. By the way, people are saying puke, puke, puke. I like horseradish. Um, only one said that. Well, that's one. And then one said, I like horseradish, but I wouldn't eat it all the time. So take that for what's worth. I mean, okay. I mean that's Okay, fair. Back with incarceration. Um, boy, is that cutting it close. Real mm-hmm. close to see if things t- see if things calm down or not. Yeah, guys. Um, mm-hmm. End of July. And we just have the vaccines now. I got my first dose already. I get my second, second shot on Monday. I'm very fortunate Vaccines are not readily distributed to the public yet. I'm aware that I'm very fortunate. And it's going to get to the point like in February or March, probably end of February, beginning of March, where the vaccines will be given out at Target and Walgreens and all the other places in the U.S. that give out flu shots. And from what I understand, I hope the rest of the world will follow suit. The U.K. especially needs them right now, especially with their unique strand. Mm-hmm. But people have to get the vaccines for this to work, and people have to continue wearing masks. Now, if President Biden actually does mandate a mandatory nationwide mask mandate, and we get vaccines rolled out, yeah, I can see end of July, last week of July, actually being potential. Those are two big ifs. And I don't know if I would bet money on that. Limited capacity, good sign. They will adhere to all health protocols. If they say, wear a mask or you get kicked out, and they actually have security enforcing that, I can see it working. But guys, everyone's going to be crammed up. Does everyone remember the disgusting images of Sturgis? No one cared, and hundreds of thousands of people got sick. People died. And as of today, January 19th, the United States has crossed 400,000 deaths. So if incarceration wants to go through with this, the massive amount of vaccines that would have to be given out and recorded would have to be huge. And people would still have to keep wearing their masks. And this is coming from someone who's a concert photographer that makes money and a living off of doing this stuff. You know? So don't say, oh, I don't know if I want it to happen or not. No, I want festivals back. But not Mm -hmm. if it's going to get people sick. That's the problem. And... I don't know 
how well it's going to be. If I'm correct, incarceration is in Ohio. Ohio was one of the states that did not enforce a lot and had a lot more cases than other states. Huh. And in Germany, we have a discussion on hard lockdown. Yeah, Germany's having it rough right now, too. And they said winter was going to be really bad, January, February. So it's not impossible, but it's cutting close, someone said on YouTube. I agree. If the lineup is killer, and let me back this up. One great thing about the vaccines, everything's recorded. That way we have statistical proof of how many vaccines have been distributed safely and appropriately all throughout, (coughs) excuse me, all throughout the U.S., that's huge. So that way we can statistically say after 90 days, okay, so far, 40% of all Americans have had the vaccine. That's huge. That's enormous. Yeah. And that's how it builds. You know, after 90 days, if we get that lucky, we have that many vaccines thrown out. And, it's the, and we're at the point now where mass production can start. For both Pfizer, Moderna, there might be a third, I don't know. But where the vaccines are actually being made... And a lot of the vaccines have to be stored properly or else they expire or go bad. But we're in the stage now where this is actually potentially possible and we have a game plan. So if 50%, and I'm being fair with that too, if 50% of the United States population recorded having the vaccine from hospitals, not just uh, Jim Bob saying, yeah, I got the vaccine, let me in. No, no, no. From actual health hospitals, health centers, clinics, even like commercial places like that have like a pharmacy, Walgreens, CVS, Target, wherever. All 50% of the U.S. population confirmed to have the vaccine. Then I could see this happening. Along with cases going down by that point, too, because if 50% of the population had the vaccine, I can see this happening, especially with limited capacity. Again, though, that's a lot of ifs. And we are trusting a lot of people who are very adamant that there are still COVID deniers. There are still mask protesters, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think I can speak for a lot of people. We all want normalcy back. We want concerts back. We want touring back. We want festivals back. We want venues back. We want experiences back. We want to see our bands doing better and on the road and living their lives as musicians. We do it the wrong way. We're going to end up with Sturgis Part 2 and bands are going to be blacklisted and this time will be bands we care about. Are we missing much with Sturgis, with uh, Traps being blacklisted? No, they sucked anyway. And they they were blacklisted for a lot of other reasons that we will not get into this time. But if they plan incarceration, they have big names and they have to cancel again, that's going to be even bigger disappointment. Really think about it. If they had a, even a decent lineup for incarceration and then they have to cancel a month out, it's going to be way worse this time. Yeah. That's, wor- that's a big dose of false hope at that point. Hard to say what's going to happen. I'm hopeful. It's going to depend on the vaccines and cases going down. I think February is going to be very telling. New president, new plan for science, an actual COVID team and COVID like task force. If enough vaccines get pumped out and are publicly available for people to sign up, I can see it happening. But again, people actually have to do the right thing. 
and I get that not everyone can get the vaccine. I'm aware that people have allergic reactions or physical conditions that don't allow them to. That's fine. But the vast majority are capable of getting this vaccine. I'm not kidding when I say 90 to 95% are capable of getting this vaccine safely. Including bands. So. We also have to have our, ba- our favorite bands continue to wear masks and not post photos and videos of themselves not wearing masks and just walking around like nothing's wrong and complaining on social media about having to stay home. It's a group effort. And I know a lot of these bands are really getting upset at this point, but guys, if we want this to come back, we really got to work together. And also for everyone that's wondering about the vaccine, uh, my first shot barely felt it go in. And I know it went in because I get allergy shots. I know what shots feel like. Barely even felt it go in. No symptoms at all. Arm wasn't even sore unless I touched where it was on the Band-Aid. Next day, nothing. So don't feel like you have anything to fear with this one. Second dose is on Monday. I'll report on that the fo- uh, next week on what I feel. I'll either be fine or I feel exhausted. They say some people feel a lot of fatigue after the second dose, but we'll find out. I'll be your guinea pig, your podcast <laughs> update. Get the vaccine, though, for the love of God. If we want normalcy to come back, we need to trust science on this one. This is something that everyone got together and many scientists and surgeons and physicians, physicists, lab workers all got together, dropped whatever they were working on to work on this vaccine. And it works. We know it works now. We have proof. But we have to get it. So we'll find out. That was my little rant. I apologize for going way too long. And Gretchen and I have talked about before, like we were looking at incarceration as potential festivals too. Cause like the dates are usually yeah. pretty good. Like dead of summer. Cause yeah. Gretchen and I usually cover summer fall ones. It'll be hot in Ohio, but at this point mm-hmm. I don't think we'll care, but again, it'd have to be safe. So, and the lineup would have to be killer. I would not want my first festival back to be, I don't even know something lame. Let's just leave it at that. So, uh- Again, not every festival is for everyone. So leave that for what it's worth. Moving on, I'll be brief about this next topic because I know this is a touchy subject for a lot of people, but I do want to bring it up. Skillet's John Cooper has becoming very much more vocal about his beliefs. And he's had political beliefs before that he's been public about, but he's become very much more vocal in the past year or two about his Christian faith. And for those who are not aware, Skillet started as a Christian band. They're not so much, they fall more now in the category of they're Christians in a band, but it's not a Christian band. So, John Cooper, however, is becoming more and more of a public spokesman for Christianity and sharing his beliefs. And I'm going to leave the political stuff aside because it's, it's beyond that point of this right now. I'm not going to get into that. But he's very open about his faith, and he's been that way for years. I remember seeing them on the Carnival of Madness in 2013, him thanking Jesus for everyone being there, you know, in the middle of their set. Keep in mind, Skillet was sandwiched between In This Moment and Papa Roach. So you had In This Moment doing a very sexualized performance. Then you have Skillet with John Cooper talking about Jesus. And then you have Papa Roach flipping off everyone and acting like a lunatic with Jacoby Shaddix. Oh dear. It was a show. So I will give my thoughts on this and I'll let me read the quote first. 
Regarding his outspokenness, Cooper categorized his reaction as this. The shock of the last decade about the lack of people speaking up. In other words, when you're in a Christian band, what most people think is, I want to make art for Christ. I want to glorify Christ. Maybe we write worship songs or we write songs that people could worship too to, that encourage their faith or evangelism. But we don't see ourselves as pastors. We're not. That's a fair statement. They don't see themselves as religious leaders, but they do want to share their faith. So, I leave it at this, and this goes for many Christian bands, or again, let me rephrase, bands that have Christians in them but are not Christian bands. As a religious person myself, <laughs> a big thing in my church when talking about the faith, share the, share the gospel. You share the gospel, but don't force it. You don't force beliefs on anyone. And in the case of John Cooper, if you're going ranting on it at every concert and really going online telling people why, it becomes more of a per issue of forcing it. That's not how you invite people to stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, Skillet will potentially have new music coming out this year. Potentially, there's no confirmation on that, but they have been working on stuff. And Skillet's last album was not good, in my opinion. They've fallen in a rut, even though they still put on good live shows. And Christian and I met John Cooper when we interviewed him. Extremely nice man. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, someone just set up. Korn has diehard, like some serious Christians in their band with Brian Welch. He has Jesus on his guitar. Huh. It, you know, so... Uh, Skillet and Papa Roach at a fest is like watching Flanders and Poochie at a concert. That's a Simpsons reference. Well done. Mm -hmm. um, so that being said, I don't have a problem with him talking about his religion. But again, when you go too far, you're going to start to alienate people. So that's just me. I mean, then again, Skillet does play actual Christian festivals. He wants to do it then. That's the audience you do it to. Can't knock that. So... Moving on, here come the panheads. Hey, I like Skillet. If they have a problem with what I said about that, they got their own issues. They're way too sensitive. I was not inflammatory on Skillet in any way. Moving on, for those who are not aware, tomorrow is a big day in the United States. We will be having our 46th president sworn in. This is a big day. And now the 45th president is packing his bags and will be flying out early morning. Not even be at the inauguration. Last time we had a new president, we had Three Doors Down perform. And the reason Three Doors Down performed is because all the other people they asked would not do it. That is not a joke. Boy, did people want to show up for this performance. Holy crap, this is star-studded. I can't even list all the names because there's also a virtual performances from many bands that I'll get to as well. Like performing all day to help celebrate America, celebrate everything going on. Lady Gaga will sing the Star Stangled Banner. Jennifer Lopez will also be performing, along with Andrea Hall, leading the Pledge of Allegiance, the firefighter. There's so many other like non-music people coming in, National Youth Poet Laureates, uh, religious leaders, performers including, da-da-da, Justin Timberlake, Demi Lovato, Art, Aunt Clemens, John Bon Jovi, who performed at Obama's 2009 inauguration, the Foo Fighters, John Legend, Bruce Springsteen, Eva Longoria, Kelly Washington will be speaking. All these are live. And on top of that, 
you have virtual performances from many bands as well. And there's two names I want to bring up. Number one, one of the live performances is Garth Brooks. Hmm. Now, if you are a music fan on Facebook and are part of like country music fests, fan groups and pages, and stuff like that, you have seen the literal watershed move ocean of tears about losing Garth Brooks to the liberals for this performance of swearing in Joe Biden. The screenshots alone that are all over online of all these people freaking out about losing Garth Brooks is crazy. Keep in mind he performed for Obama in 2009 as well. Don't tell them that, though. <laughs> Guys, it, it, I think it's great. This is a huge cavalcade of so many people, so many genres, big names, including the 22 reunion of New Radicals. Yes, I got tagged many times on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. The New Radicals will be reuniting for the first time since they broke up after one year after their big hit album came out. And they're doing it for this. And the reason why they'll be doing a virtual performance together for their first reunion in 22 years is because the second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, a husband of Kamala Harris, loves the New Radicals. And he wanted Don't Give Up, You Got a Reason to Live, Can't Forget, You Get What You Give to be his walk-on song as he comes out. That's awesome. I think that's great. I yeah. totally think that's great. And there's talk about if New Radicals are going to uh, adjust the lyrics um, that they made for the song and update them for 2021. Because in the original song, they call out uh, Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. Oh. And they could still call out Marilyn Manson for all the stuff he's been doing. But still, will they update it? Who knows? I'm just excited to hear it. I wanted to point that out. But I also wanted to point out, guys, this is a huge name. This is a show. This is not just um, the typical inauguration with three former presidents and the current vice president. Um, Mike Pence said he would be there. He changed his mind. He said he would be there after all. Mm. This is a big show, guys. So definitely worth watching and checking out. There's going to be streams of it all over from everywhere, every news outlet. So take that for what it's worth. I'm excited to see what happens. There's also the added feature of roughly 5,000 National Guard security, security officers and things like that will be stationed around D.C., but needed. So, from frontman Greg Alexander, who won a Grammy for help writing and working with uh, Michelle Branch and Santana for The Game of Love, the singer of New Radicals, if there's one thing on earth that would possibly make us get the band together, if only for a day, it's the hope that our song could be even the tiniest beacon of light in such a dark time. America knows it's in the heart that, that, that things will get bright again with a new administration and a real plan for vaccines on the way. That's the message of the song. The world is going to pull through. I think that's great. I think that's a little mm -hmm. beacon of hope. I think that's awesome. Tomorrow, I truly feel... In the business world of the United States, no work's going to get done. I don't, oh God, know no. I don't know why they expect people to even come in. What's the point? What is the point? I don't know what time um, the actual swearing in is going to be. Gretchen, do you know? I'm going to start at 12. Your like time? Everything, I think everything starts 12 my time. So the actual event starts at 12 your time, Eastern. I, I want to say... Uh... 
Only because I know I'm going to have an hour to watch it because I have to work 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. tomorrow, so I'm sad. Gotcha. I'm looking it up, yeah. So, <laughs> ha, da, 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 da. The, the live chat pre-ceremony starts at 7.30 Pacific, so that's 10.30 Eastern. Ah. So that's the live stream chat, but then it's it going to be live streaming for free on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all the news outlets, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, everything else, and Microsoft Bing, it says. Huh. If, if you want to watch there, okay, go for it. But yeah, so it should start middle of the day. Don't know what exactly the specific time. Hosted and inaugurated by Tom Hanks, will be lending his nice, peaceful voice to help commemorate and chorus, like, um, be the chorister of all this, which I think is nice. So... Again, around the world, too, just log into Twitter. If you have Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, you'll find a live feed real quick. Oh, yeah. So I stand by. No work's going to get done tomorrow. If anyone tries to have meetings like business meetings, hey, um, I know the inauguration's coming, but we got to have a meeting on the numbers right now for this hour. Your job sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Your job just flat out sucks if that's the case. You, that's just awful, but I believe it. So... Other than that, there's been a lot of different news, more probably that I didn't even have time to cover. It's just been a week. It's been a month. It's the 19th, but it's been a month. And tomorrow is a weirdly new day. And it's going to be all eyes on Washington, D.C., even outside the U.S. And I know we have non-American uh, listeners who probably get tired of all the, uh, of all the um, political, political discussion. I apologize, but 2020 was proof that we have to start focusing on that because with so many severe events. And I'm hopeful that tomorrow will be the last chapter of such severe political talk. I want a boring president. I want boredom. No news. Nothing severe happening. Nothing to worry about. You remember those? Yeah. They happened all the time. So. That being said, I want to thank Gretchen for tuning in on this. I apologize if I offended you with my horseradish discussion. Mm. I know there are horseradish fans out there, and you know I will provide you with horseradish if you ask. I have done so in the past. Thanks. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for everyone who's interested, I will be having new music night on Sunday night. I also will be streaming some game nights with Gretchen on Twitch if you want to watch us play something together. This weekend, we'll be playing... We might be streaming Mario Party, unless we think of something else. So you can watch Gretchen destroy me at Mario Party. We'll be doing that on Twitch. And then we'll have new music night on Twitch. Please tune in for that on Sunday night. Sunday evening, I should say, 7 p.m. Eastern. A lot of new music coming. It's a lot of fun. I love the format. A lot of people are actually giving good reactions to it. It's very um, involving. People get their comments read. You get to vote on each song. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Finally, I'll leave it at this. If you're not aware, we have the Rock Coliseum. Not this upcoming Wednesday, but in a few Wednesdays from now. Eight days from today, 27th, Rock Coliseum on the main YouTube channel. Not on Twitch, just YouTube. But that will be at 8 p.m. Eastern, January 27th. Please tune in. A lot of fun for us. We've been looking forward to it. We want to do it. We love having you guys there. The more people, the better for the channel, too. I think that should just about do it. So... Thank you, guys. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to close with? No. Other than just because we're getting a new president doesn't mean the pandemic is over. So continue to wash your hands, wear a mask, and distance yourself. Very well said. Continue to do things <laughs> as normal. 
even though we're getting a new president that does not just flip a switch and everything's fixed. It's going to take time. So it is not a Cinderella story. It's not. So we got to wait a little bit longer, but at the same time, keep doing the right thing and things will get better. You got a reason to live. Can't forget. You only get what you give. Yeah. I'm going to be singing that a lot tomorrow. A lot. Thank you guys again. Hopefully you tune in next week. I will have a surprise video sometime before next Tuesday as well. Sometime like next week or so. Also, as I fade away, we will see you all next week. If you're on Twitch, I'm going to send a raise, so stand by. Thank you all. Have a great night. All next week, if you're on Twitch, I'm going to send a raise, so stand by. Thank you all. Have a great night. <laughs>